0: Bullying. The Me Too the movement against toxic sexual harassment. masculinity.
1: Is this the best a man can get? Is it?
2: We can't hide from it. Sexual harassment is taking over... It's been
1: going on far too long. We can't laugh it off.
0: Who's the daddy? What I actually think she's trying to
1: say making the same old excuses
0: boys will be boys
2: boys will be boys boys will be boys
1: but boys something boys. finally changed
2: regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment once and once she says he was he was a was a she
1: and there will be no going back because we we believe in the best in men
3: men need to hold other men accountable
1: smile
2: sweetie come
1: on to say the right thing, to act the right way. Bro, my cool, my cool. Some already are, in ways big
2: Young men, and small. I am strong.
1: But some is not enough.
0: So not we treat each other, okay? Okay.
1: Because the boys watching today
2: Thank you for tuning in for the very first episode of TBE or the Black Experience. Yes, sir. Our first podcast through Embrace Magazine. Uh, I'm Sophia. Y'all can call me Soph. And my pronouns are she, her, hers. And our next uh, um, pe- candidates or yeah, people or people that. to look forward to <laughs> for the rest of the year. Um,
0: well, we have myself. Uh, my name is Jason Nunez, and you could call me Jay, Jason, or whatever's fine. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, and we also got my boy.
1: Um, yeah, my name is Amir Tazi. I like going by Darnell. Um, um, my pronouns are he, him, his. Um, yeah. And hey. our
2: special guest for our first episode is...
3: Hello, my name is Quest. I go by they, them, and nigga. For the black people. <laughs> I will only go by nigga, but people, other people have to call me something sometimes.
2: And you gotta be black.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I forget. <laughs>
2: Alright, All so right. I think we're gonna just talk about our topic for today.
0: Yeah, um, so today's topic is gonna be about toxic masculinity. You know, our favorite thing to talk about, or not talk about actually. But, uh, you know, my definition, uh, like in psychology, toxic masculinity refers to like, traditional, cultural, masculine um, norms, which are like, which tend to be very harmful towards men, um, which include like, you know, closing off your emotions and, you know, always being the provider, like you always have to be like strong and, you know, it's a lot of bad things and, uh, you know, different kind of correlations that are negative
1: towards yeah. um, masculinity, On top, reason. On top of that, it, w- it also affects women and those who identify outside of the binary as well um, and I feel like <clears throat> we didn't really like use this term like like early 2000s like I feel like people were not really talk- like I feel like yes. I feel like like 2015 or like 14 is like when people really started like talking about it mm-hmm. um, and now it's like sort of become like a buzzword like when okay, people yeah. say it's like oh here we go again toxic man like
0: exactly yeah and um, it's not to target men at all but like it's more to target The harmful effects that it creates like in society
2: yeah and I think what folks need to realize is when people are talking about like toxic masculinity or like racism or whiteness you know like we want y'all to know that it's not about attacking the individual like if I'm saying oh men do this like men ain't shit or niggas ain't shit or whatever like I'm talking about the concept of the patriarchy I'm talking about the concept of whiteness so when we're talking about toxic masculinity we're talking about masculinity, and the toxic behaviors that come from uh, people growing up and feeling that they have to be a man, and what that really means, and again, also the patriarchy, because we cannot forget about that. Um, So yeah, like, I know a lot of people always take it really personal (laughs) when these topics are brought up, and it's not about taking (laughs) it very personal, it's about destroying these norms that our ancestors were forced upon us now.
0: Yeah. Um... So basically, uh, we should just talk about like what was your, like your first experience with toxic masculinity, whether it be like you noticed you're demonstrating some traits or maybe you saw someone else like demonstrating this toxic masculinity. Um, so who would like to start. <laughs> okay <laughs> 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 uh, uh, So uh, uh, to
3: make things clear off jump. I identify gender-wise, I don't really want to, like period, but kind of got to right now because it exists in this society. So I go by agender, um, which is, it's the term for no gender at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say in sort of a meta sense, I guess the first time I ever experienced toxic masculinity was being born. And having a penis, mm-hmm. and then mm. being told I am a man, and now I have to do, yeah. according to that yeah. script. Um, what was the rest of the question, or just like your first experience either. with it, like? Or? Uh, yeah. yeah, from that point forward, it was um, having to uh, fit into something that I didn't really see necessary, mm-hmm. uh, because I was me. I. I didn't really know who who is this? Who is this man? I feel like for um black people, it's kind of hard. Yeah, uh, we that's not really those terms weren't the ones our ancestors used. So we're kind we kind of fail at this idea of manhood and womanhood because we have to do other things to survive. We can't be the picturesque form of man and woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I just don't want, I, I don't think I can do that, guys. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm here and I still kind of look like a boy. I look like a boy. But um, that's, that's, that's that on that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <clears throat> just to go off that, I feel like um, the first time I was able to, like, really like contextualize like what that idea was because i feel like when you're younger you really don't understand it like it's just what you're being told yeah you're just like a, like okay. oh don't be yeah don't be a little girl don't you know like if i'm crying about something like you don't really think about it then it's like all right i have to man up or like uh if my dad says like i need to like be this person then i have to be this person but like it's only like when you start to like have like your own ideas and realize like you get outside of that bubble um but you realize, like, like, damn, like, doing this is, like, dressing like gender fluid's okay. Like, not feeling the need to put on, like, a mask for everyone to think that I'm hard or some shit. Like, um, and I feel like, for me, like, I hated, I hated, like, coming to college and learning so much um, so early on and then going back home and seeing the same people sort of, like, stay in the same ideologies and mindsets Pertaining to just being toxic, um, it's like it's put a, like a damper on like my hope in terms of like what um, specifically like cis men can do to like just better themselves in the community around them because that's like all I was around, and <clears throat> the fact that like you try to explain and explain and explain like. What, like, what things that they do on an everyday basis is, like, wrong, and they just don't understand yeah, it, yeah. and they can't wrap their heads around it. it just shows how, like, what like, not, it just shows how, like, geared we are to think in a toxic, masculine way.
0: Yeah, we're socialized. We're socialized
1: is- to just feel like this is normal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But, yeah, I feel like during around, like, probably, like, like, like my freshman year of high school is, like, when I started to really, like, look at it and see, like, damn, like, this is not okay.
0: Yeah. Um But, yeah. Um, I'd say for me, uh, I always kind of knew, like growing up in my household, seeing like the person that my dad was, like I always kind of knew the idea of like having that like toxic masculinity. Um, like it only started to become the idea of like toxic once I like started to educate myself mm-hmm. about it, like about the issue because i like to me i always saw my dad as like the very like really strong man he was like the provider of the family and he was like never showing emotions and he did everything like strong like everything that's all he was about like to me when i was younger and then like as i started to grow up more and i like started to reflect on myself i started to realize like i was kind of reflecting those same traits um, like, even to this day, like, regardless knowing about, like, toxic masculinity and trying to break all those, like, barriers down in my mind, I true emotions. And as much as I would try to, like, like, I would feel away, but, like, nothing comes out of it. Like, I can't cry, like, I can't, like, and it's, like, obviously it's a lot for me in terms of, like, how I grew up and stuff like that, but, like, it affects me to this point, like, this very day. Like, I can't cry, like, it's, like, that's just how it is. Like, to me, I'm always just, like, uh, like you'll be fine like it's not that serious, but in terms of like Like the first time I saw like personally witnessed like toxic masculinity. I would say like through Some like people back home like a lot like I kind of relate with you like especially being here and Being a part of so much change and like making a difference and understanding like a whole bunch of different things that I like Thought I knew but like now it's just it expanded my mind completely, but like, going back home and seeing, like, people that I used to know, like, say, like, certain things or like, oh, like, that's gay and, like, stuff like that. Like, that's, like, that's because of toxic masculinity. Like, you're so afraid of, like, the idea of something being outside gay. outside the norm. Exactly. Like, something that, like, you're not used to that you other. And that's exactly what people do when they they say stuff like that. And I notice it. And I'm, like, it's not, like, you shouldn't be saying that. Like, it's not, like, a thing you should be othering. Like you should be welcoming that. Like everyone is like. Everyone is equal. Like you should be treating everyone with the same amount of respect. Like whether they're gay or not. And like I also challenge myself to like make sure I don't do certain things like that. When people are like, oh, they say something like questionable, quote unquote, and then someone goes, oh, pause, like pause on that. And I I make sure I make sure I'm always like, oh no, no pause. Like what? Like fuck that. Like I don't hang out with straight people. Like I I can't. I can't, I can't it really like, be. Like, I don't like when people, I don't even like when I, like, sometimes it just comes out and I'm like, why did
1: I say yeah. that? Yeah, I'm like, why did I, yeah,
0: why like, I, why did say I even say, say that? Though? Like, it's not that.
1: Because like, it's like, at the same time, it's like also like the cool thing to do. Like, everyone else is like that yeah, so aligned Yeah,
2: it's socialized through pop culture and like everyone, even like rappers yeah. and, you know, that in itself, ugh, whole conversation. <laughs> but like, I think for me, like, being a female growing up, like, I embrace that through sports. Like, I experienced, like, through school, like, I guess, like, I grew up being with a lot of, like, gender fluid people, like, till, like, sixth, seventh grade or sixth grade. And then going, transitioning from that into public schooling, where everything is so binary that, like, I kind of reserved how I grew up um, inside. I never, like, expressed it as much. Or, like, I was, you know, always, like, ride or die for, like, my niggas, you feel me? Like, LGBTQ. Like, that's just how I was growing up but it's more like this concept of like people um like giving me the top like this concept of masculinity and saying like oh because like you do sports or you know because like you're a soccer player or whatever and you like want to hang out with the boys like oh like you're a nigga or like you're a lesbian or you know like you're all this stuff and it's like it's, like, equating, like, how I am as a normal-ass person, whether it's through sports and seeing females, you know, whether it's through their body, like, physically in sports. But just, like, when people see females being successful, it's automatically, like, a negative thing, and it's a, it's towards masculinity because of my gender. So it's, like, when I think of toxic masculinity, I think of how it's basically niggas afraid of femininity. <laughs> and, like, once you're on both ends of that, it's just, like, it just kind of just like fuck you like literally growing up in Boston I would play sports and they would tell me I can't play cuz I'm I'm a girl or I'm not strong enough to play with the boys or I'm not good enough and then when I play and I was better than them that's when they respected me but it's because of this concept of femininity that they felt like I was not close to being their level of masculinity like that I didn't deserve yeah. to be in that space and, and even in like relationships and stuff like that like people would be intimidated by me because of my independence. And luckily, like how I grew up with my dad, my dad always like showed my mom being the like, the independent one. Oh yeah, your mom's doing that. Like your mom did all that stuff. Like I didn't do anything, it was your mom. You know what I'm saying? Like I think growing up, I always knew that I'm the one that's gonna be in charge of my destiny and the things that I'm gonna be in the future. Like my parents were like, you're a boss. Like that's the mentality, you're a fucking boss. So ever like having that, but then also facing reality and like the public's view of that and it automatically success being a masculine thing. Mm. It's just like, whoa, like, why is it, why do you feel some type of way that I'm independent and I don't wanna like hang out with you every day or that I don't, you know, say good morning to you with emojis, I'm not crying over you. Like, you like, there's some stupid, you know, well, like, that's a, no, like that's not a, that ass shit that like, I, I experienced in high school and like, I dated her niggas so, like, also seeing how, like, they grew up in, in response to me, that's the complete opposite of them. And it's just like, I think, I don't know, it, again, very socialized, but I, I got exposed to that shit at least, like, eight, nine, ten. Um,
0: yeah. yeah. No, I, I think, like, kind of going back to your thing about sports, like, to this day, like, you see on Twitter and stuff, like, every time a woman does something, like, has this, like, amazing feat it always is compared to that of, like, a man's, like, record. Like, something that they did, oh, a woman did this, and they did it even better. Or, like, a woman is, like, doing just as good as this man did. Meanwhile, like, they never talk about them as individuals, like, separate from men in sports. Like, it's always, like, a comparison. Which is, like, what causes, like, issues and divides. Like, for no reason. Like, it it should just be that oh this she did great in a race all right she did great like she's really good at racing like it's not like oh can she beat him like it's always some kind of competition when it really just shouldn't be
1: yeah um i was gonna um coming off that i was gonna um besides the patriarchy being like one of the factors as to why toxic masculinity exists do you think it immediately stems from whiteness and um just to relate it back to me um Whiteness and Black communities wanting to <clears throat> be in that white space, like wanting to attribute like what they do to whiteness, like does that make sense? Um, yes. I, I just want to hear more about that because I want to really get down to like the stems of like, because it's been a, this is, it's well, never yeah, it wasn't yeah, considered yeah. toxic, it was just considered normal. Yeah. It's hell only been yeah. considered toxic now because of the time and space that we're in and where things are um, being described and changed and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but this idea has existed forever. Oh, yeah. um, exactly. So, I just want to get to the basis of like, where do we think it stems from? Because the, my understanding is that-
2: Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. Say louder, y'all. The
1: Anglo-Saxons
3: did it. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, y'all, uh, the ones from Britain. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, uh, uh.
2: Nah, like, I, de- I definitely understand that. And I think, even looking at indigenous relationships and stuff like that and like even like looking at the continent of Africa like black women and like looking at Brazil too like black women were the heads of tribes you know what I'm saying they were the heads of everything and mm-hmm. and you know they didn't even have a concept that concept of gender you know they just were very fluid and I think once you know they enslaved us and brought us here even with the concept of slavery and you know the di- the the caricatures in the sense of like a field nigga being a specific thing, even like um, a mandingo. A mandingo is a certain like body type, weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then there was the females, and that in itself were were like a different thing. I don't know. It was very like rigid gender norms, even though they were all obviously uh, the survivors um, of that pain and that trauma but it's like, even in that, and then once we stem to, like, today, or even the concept of, like, males going to war, males being able to vote, males, you know what I'm saying, like, it's so socialized, even in the way that we've achieved power, women finally get to vote now, you know what I'm saying? Like, everything, every step that we're going to, to achieve things, is on a rigid gender norm.
1: Yeah, Yeah, um, going back to what you were saying, I feel like, um, the stereotypes were definitely um, given down by <laughs> white people of that time, being the 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 the, 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 the nanny stereotype, yeah, um, like, nanny. yeah um, like the light yeah light skin Jezebel. Jezebel. Um, that being it, like you Mulatto's. couldn't be in between, and you, like it was either that or you're that yeah. mulattoes, um, darks like it, the and
0: then. <clears throat>
1: It's like, I can't even, like, can we be mad at the people who embrace those stereotypes at that time to sort of see themselves elevate? Like we, we talk about, like in that, in that, like, in that space, you know what I'm saying, like, you're just trying to do everything you can to survive, right? And I feel like the moment that you're, like, someone sees you higher than, let's, let's say someone else. If, if someone sees you higher than someone else does. And then you're like, mm, like if I do this, then I will be in that space, and I won't have to deal with what those people are dealing. With. And then I can point to people and say that you're less than me. I feel like those are the power dynamics that have been structured here. Yeah,
2: that's why capitalism by, is so thriving.
1: Right. So I mean, it's, it's like I, I come in a weird place where it's like, damn, like I would never do that. Like if I was in that position. But it's, at the same time, it's like, oh, we have. No, par- yeah, you it's, know, it's you, hard you hard definitely would. It's not it's even about being mad. Remember,
2: our you ancestors had to lived through those stereotypes and all those fucked up things for us to get here. And now that we are here, we have the opportunity and the privilege to now discontinue the things that they had to conform right, to. Right. Like that's like that's where I'm at. I'm not like looking at my ancestors and being like, y'all should have done this, whatever, whatever. When it's like, I don't know how that would have been. I like think it's very hypocritical for all of us to say like, I, mean, I would have done this could never when imagine. it's so hypothetical that it d- doesn't even make no sense. Yes. but now that you we're here that that's contest. how we have to yes. look you know what i'm saying right here in 2019 we got the scholars to look back at like you know what I'm saying, like there's some people that were doing stuff but because they weren't in these like privileged privileged spaces they didn't they didn't have their voices amplified but now that we have you know the audrey lords we have all these like black feminists queer black feminists looking back you know what I'm saying those are the people that we now have to uplift because we're in a position where we have more privilege as americans as People going to college, you know what I'm saying? Like those are the layers right. of privilege that we are are allowed to use now, and that we should use to continue like discontinue the shit that our ancestors had to do.
1: Are there any excuses to, um, to to just um, basic cis male behavior that continues to exist, even though the education is out there and accessible, or? like no no, no, there's no excuse <laughs> it's lazy to I wanted, yeah, can we talk more about that um, like?
0: well i mean uh, i kind of wanted to tie that to like how we address like toxic masculinity in like schools and stuff um like by the author kathleen elliott she mentioned it in her article about how um like throughout like the decades like we constantly address like gender inequality through programs and policies and stuff like that um, and, like, we tend to try and empower women and uh, young girls. Uh, however, we fail to, like, address the boys, like, the young men. Um, and that's, like, how we fail. Um, like, because not targeting the people who it affects the most is, like, the whole issue in, in itself. Like, it, toxic masculinity starts with... The man, right? Um, so why aren't we? Why is it that the women have to be the ones to, like, bring up the issue, have to deal with the issues, and when we can just be addressing, like, through policy, like, go and have these educational talks for young boys, young, uh, like, whatever they identify as, and have them learn about that from a young age, as opposed to like us, like, having this conversation now. You being 19, me 19, like, like. Why does it have to be now, as opposed to, like, starting it from a young age? Like, literally having, introducing things in, like, kindergarten, like, because it's the way we're socialized. Like, we grow up like this. It's the little things that we hear, the little things that we're told as kids. Like, like be a man, stuff like that. Like, oh, like stop being such a crybaby, and all those things. It's like, address it at that age. So that way, once you're at this age that we are right now, it all of it just makes sense. Like, it, we understand, like, where it comes from, and we are... I mean, obviously, still trying to deal with like the effects of it, like as I said before. But like, it would allow them to be in a whole different headspace because you tell like a, a guy who's demonstrating toxic masculinity, like oh, you're like toxic, like you're you don't understand like all these things that you're causing, and they're just gonna like brush it off. You're like, what are you talking about? And it's like you have to start at a young age. Like, that's where it has to start. That's where it has to begin, mm-hmm. and through the schools too. Like it has to be through education.
3: I don't think most educational places would even consider Definitely. it
0: because for
3: for that for something like that to happen you have actually have to have a space or a culture that isn't inherently American culture. Yeah. Uh, you can't <laughs> see them but this big aircraft <laughs> is um pretty <coughs> pedophilic in just the way it works. Um so from your birth you are sexualized and you would have to take away the fact you would have to not call them little boys and girls you would mm-hmm. just have to be like everybody come together we're gonna have to talk about toxic masculinity yeah. because not ma- toxic masculinity does affect people with vaginas just as much as it infects people with penises just right. as much yeah. as it affects people who have something in between yeah. or neither yeah or both whatever is in between your legs that doesn't necessarily matter it's just like I know I like it's all ooh. It's it's so strange how it reproduces itself because it's like now we are able to talk about toxic ma- masculinity now and but it is as you said earlier sort of just a buzzword because mm-hmm. it gets don't be a bad man. And that's yeah. pretty much that's the beautiful. extent yeah. of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And it'll be like um like, big niggas, like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, big niggas. Yeah, like, a nigga, like, um, big brothers associations, and it'll be like, these little niggas need some help. Yeah. But then it'll just be niggas being like, be a respectable black man, and respectability is just whiteness. So, <laughs> it's, ah. it gets kind of confusing, because it's like, no one really lets anybody just do them. Everybody just keeps trying to make everybody be white. That's why you guys were talking about rap a minute ago, and I was just like, the funniest thing about rap music itself is that a lot of these niggas are homophobic as hell. Hell yeah. A lot of these niggas is in the closet. A lot of them is low key coming out now, but they come out and be like, I fuck just white boys, specifically Steve Lacey talking about detention. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, facts. like yeah, it's Everybody is just getting so close, but don't nobody want to be black But everybody want to be black and it's like y'all videos are so gay Like y'all are being homophobic, but it's all these like shirtless niggas Drunk on each other like this is gay as hell But okay, well, if you said minute the only like maybe the baby is it but that's just a bunch of light-skinned bitches No, yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> That's that bitching. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I'm <laughs> you good. a bitch. You good, you good. No, yeah, good, like, okay? I can
2: really <laughs> understand, like, exactly what you're saying. Like, I've been in situations where I've been so angry with men, and I literally say, like, you're being a toxic-ass nigga right now. Like, dead-ass. And you know when you do that, I'm thinking about, you know, the kids transitioning. I'm thinking about those non-binary folk with the comment that the fuck, like, that shit that you're saying it's just that's making them have the highest suicidal rates, depression, like getting kicked out of school. Like these not are the comments, like you know what I'm saying? Like these are the comments that like are killing not only our community, but you know, the bigger LGBT community. And I think it's just super frustrating that people don't understand that those simple like phrases or, or words or actions that they're um, displaying in public Is actually affecting everybody. Like, not just me, but like, literally the baby that walks by, the teacher that walks by, you know what I'm saying? The quiet kid in the back that usually doesn't talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything that is said is affecting folks. And you just don't know.
0: It's like, it's become more covert as opposed to overt. Exactly. You know, like, it's these little things that we do that result in people feeling, oh, this is okay. And like, this is normal because I see it all the time. Um, but thankfully, um, also they have, you know, going back to uh, Kathleen Elliott, um, she spoke about how like schools around the United States are um, like in all over the world, um, like already trying to take on the challenge of like addressing toxic masculinity, um, mostly in higher ed- education though, um, which as I spoke before, it's like once you reach higher education, it's like.
1: So Most that, people are like, it, it's effect, hard to, yeah.
0: to change someone's mind when they're so used to how they like already grew up and like how they're socialized. But um, like there's many organizations like Men Can Stop Raid and the University of Wisconsin-Madison's Men Project um, are also notable examples. Um, and they're all like projects that are aimed at like expanding ideas about masculinity and also like trying to involve men in like anti-sexist like, work. Um, but overall I feel like there has to be it has to be obviously it's gonna have to come for the government but like the government itself is just so like fucked especially right now it don't work yeah, yeah. it's it's not it's not gonna work but like it, it's, just I mean having, the government itself don't work yeah, it's, 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 it yeah
2: cause even if it does end up happening it's only gonna it's gonna be very regional. So in the north, you know, they're gonna have this, and then the south, That's how it and then is. you know what I'm saying. Then in California, obviously, but it's like, hey, what about everybody else? Like, what about the yeah. folks in Utah or Oklahoma? About that you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. No and the, I think the craziest needed? part oh, for it. my education site class, um, I had to pick a topic that I was gonna do like, a little project on, and I chose um, who like what educators are creating uh, non-binary spaces of education for their um, students. It's and great. when I tell you, I only found maybe three. That in itself is saying something. I also like, think it's
3: interesting that people think this idea is so like fresh and new. Exactly. Like it's like it's easily getting codified and capitalized off of because right. people are like, ooh, cool outfits, like I can wear what I want now. But it's just like, damn, people have been doing this shit for <laughs> exactly. it's ancient. Like, I... It's It's (laughs) dead facts. Y'all weren't One of the things that interests me, I don't think will ever get said at one of those, like, talking to men about toxic masculinity things, because they are usually led by men who are, like, (laughs) halfway on this process of (laughs) unteaching themselves, so it's like, a nigga with one eye leading the blind. But it's like, what 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 is attaching you Good to analogy. the manhood like what why do you have to be what i think what's it's the just point? fear
0: like it's fear like everyone's just too scared of like becoming who they truly are
3: what could you be <laughs> if you did not just want to be a man and if you stop, like if you just went by your name what would what, what would all of that change for you? like yeah
0: like they feel like they're going to lose all the power that they that they currently hold which like it's just dumb if you really think about it because, it's all like, <coughs> it's all monetary value. It's not that. Facts. <coughs> but what should we talk about now, y'all?
2: I think I have a few. Oh yeah. Um. Thank you. I can bring it up now. Um. So before I ask this question, um, you know how we started our hook for today with the Gillette ad. Um, and if you guys recall in that Gillette ad, it basically had most um, people uh, talking about like be a man. It talked about intervention when seeing toxic uh, masculinity masculinity in the real world. So it had you know a father like butting in to like stop like a group of boys like hitting each other and all these kind of <laughs> concepts. And so I think my first question for y'all like, do you don't have to say it personally more like the broader concept of like what does it mean to be a good man and what does it mean to be a real man? Because I think those are certain things that they try to highlight uh, in the ad and try to be very binary about what that means. Uh-huh. So I think for us, um, these questions that I'm gonna ask, I really wanna think about maybe, so not solutions, but ways in which we can really rethink. Even this ad that we saw, and try to decode what we saw as well
1: Um, I think it goes like hand in hand Um, to me when I'm thinking about what does it mean to be a good man I'm thinking about being white Christian and living the American dream I feel like that that's what it means to be a good man and like be the supporter and the provider and the main, like, one who's bringing income for your family, um, and then, I guess, like, being a real man would be able to, like, step up, make decisions, be, um, be the person to call on when things go wrong, shit like that, um, save the day, save the day type shit, like, um, I'm even thinking about, like, um, just, like, hood niggas, like, you know, like, like so, like niggas think dropping out of dropping out in high school and like just like, sh- hanging out their sets and repping their set out. is that they think that's real like shit like that like w- our weird concepts of like what's real like me being able to say like I, I beat up a nigga the other day and then like telling all my friends about it or I had sex with this girl or whatever that makes me a real man like shit like that like it's like little like things that like put quotes yeah like it's 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 literally all about that like you. You see something you take it over you like you say wow i did this and then like you tell everyone about it and then you go on to the next thing you take that over and like
0: yeah it follows that like trend of just like establishing dominance or like showing that you're like not one to mess with
2: and it's even interesting because that's what f- like fems like too you know like females are also taught that this is what you should want from a man you should want like a provider you should want someone that's like the not do- the dominating ones in charge and you know like that shows that they love you and there's a difference of like females or whoever like liking those qualifications and stuff like that like that's cool if that's like a personal preference but it's like i you still don't want that to dictate your life like i don't know i i'm in this weird place where like i'm very independent person i think like people that want their boyfriends to always provide to them is like alright bye but it's like also acknowledging that like hey there are people that do like that lifestyle and acknowledging that but they're in control of their destiny even if those are the qualification, the qualification that they like from their man, you
1: know? Do you think they're just, like, colonized to think like that, that they want? you like,
0: <sighs> what if that's just, like, <sighs> how you want? We I talking, know, that's what,
1: we
2: what I'm, that's what I'm saying, like, like that. that's I what was, I'm saying, so it's like, I don't know if it's a socialization talking, yeah. or of them I being it, in control and saying, actually, I do want this, and this is for me, you know? Like, where's the, where's the, the line? line? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I that?
3: would say that's, like, the strong, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that, I would say that can be a form of, Combating because during that example, I immediate my mind went to like sex workers, mm-hmm. and it's just like that's true if you have no other power except the erotic, then nigga you gonna give me three thousand <laughs> off break, and that's Bags. that. That's so, cash on site, yeah, and you handle your business. I mean, it, sex is the easiest and the first form of currency,
1: so. Take it back, yeah, and do what you have to do. I think another form of toxic masculinity within that is women putting other women down for doing work like that mm-hmm. or um, being on their own at thirty or so, like mm-hmm. that's like weird or yeah. like just living by yourself and not having a man at, to come yeah. to at home is like they like look down on you
0: like upon that like yeah.
1: that's that shit is weird to me.
0: Yeah, and I just um, want to add on. Um, like going back to like the Gillette uh, commercial again about like being a man and like what it is to be like a real man and stuff like that. Although like I love the idea of the commercial, it like again going off of Soph's uh, point, it's very binary. Um, like it's not representative of like all the other communities, um, which is unfortunate, but given um, what we do have, what they did give us, like, um, and kind of like answering your question about like what it is, like at least what I was socialized to believe, like what it is to be like a real man. Uh, Like many of the points that you guys touched on already, like being able to be the one to provide like that strong, like strong person, like someone you can always rely on. And always like a lot of it from, I remember I took this class um, in high school and it addressed like the issues of like masculinity, um, very lightly. But one thing that my teacher taught me is like, just the idea of being a man is opposing women like that's like one of the things that i was taught and i was like like that that's it's tough it's yeah it's a lot like it's loaded like it means it can mean so yeah. many things um and i i agree with it on many like many like reasons like what what people think like oh like that's what a man's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like everything a woman's not and and like that's like just how we were born, like or taught, like since little, which unfortunately is like the truth. But like, uh, kind of shifting like perspectives, like it really isn't like what we should be teaching everyone. Like, uh, just because like gender is fluid, like you you shouldn't feel like to be a man, I have to be everything that isn't a woman. Like I can't like, mm. I can't do that. Like to me, it, it's just like what, you, what Quash was saying earlier, just like being me, like being who I am, a name. Like it doesn't have to be so rigid,
2: yeah. like so binary. Like, so focus on like the vessel in which my soul is inside. Like you're so concerned about my vessel, you're not concerned about my soul and like what I carry and what I bring to the table and you know, how dope of a person I am or you know, how smart I am or how helpful I am. People are so concerned about like this physical vessel that Probably isn't gonna last for that long, you know. It's the soul, like it's the energy, it's the memories that are gonna continue to last. That I don't think people ever emphasize. It's just like this vessel that I'm in. Yeah.
1: And Gillette's phony, nigga. They like they pay their they pay <laughs> they pay their men like higher than anyone else that works there. Exactly. <laughs> so
0: like, That's what the whole commercial you have
1: to like. be about it. Like, it's Even, like you, it, can't doing, him, you can't be doing you can't be all stat. that shit. Tell like, them the
2: stat about the female um products. Remember how they they have female shavers? Oh yeah, shakers? it's
1: it's like it's it's like two times as much as men products. Like, yeah. How you gonna be talking all that and then not even the it's
0: what like the price? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they have like pink foam for shaving. Like come on, foam. dude. Like, like what is that?
2: Even but then the fact that the physical products are more expensive. Yeah. That and that's yeah. Name, no, a bunch like, of, yeah. like what type of what are you on like, it's
1: just like it's a like it's a buzzword facts like, they're, they're so, so facts yeah. they're, so, they, they they're, so, oh, no,
2: they're so concerned about how the, the they pop look. culture the social cultural have, aspect of that presentation they that they don't care about the economic <laughs> and that's like real shit that's real didn't they release this
0: commercial like as like a super bowl ad so like they did it they did it for the money because everyone watches it on the most toxic masculine day. So yeah. It's about, oh, that's so crazy. Yo. No. embrace <laughs> this.
3: The Super Bowl, why does it, that's not what this conversation is about. You, you but the NFL doesn't, they're to a tax exempt organization. But they take all the money from every community that a stadium is in. Exactly. And then so they ban the nigga for putting his fist up.
0: That's toxic
2: bad <laughs> they racist it's everything Yeah, but I think for you like how can we redefine these words for ourselves and going forward you know
0: and how are we going to be able to spread that to
2: exactly. people that we know
0: what do you mean like what words okay
2: we have a real man and we have a good man right, right. but how can we rethink that not like I'm talking about rethinking the concepts like Obviously, people are gonna keep using the words, and I don't like using words from academia that are passed down by white folks to colonize our minds and all that. White but it's dudes. more like, what? How can we, you know, rethink these words when people say like, "Oh yeah, and, like, I want a real man" or "I want a good man," and be like, "So, what does that mean? You disrupt know, like, how me. can exactly like, how can we disrupt that? At least not just with ourselves, but like maybe we can come up come up with something. But it's more like, all right." Let's take the tools that we come up with together here and bring that to others.
0: To our listeners.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is going to sound like... I just, I just don't think there's a way possible. Like, I'm It's not, say, it's not I'm, a
2: solution. It's more like tools.
1: Tools, right. You know? It's just when... When you're trying to change the mindsets of minds that haven't been changed for such a long, long, long time, it kind of makes things just like... It's really impossible. It. It's like, a, but um, I think what Quest was saying, like, just destructing what we think manhood should be like. What is that, like, what does manhood mean? Like, those things, like, if we re- rethink the way we raise our children and not have them feel as though they're restricted to some sort of, like, ideals that don't really represent what you should be. Like, we don't allow kids to just be the way they want to be. Like, we just feel the need to put gendered constructions on them and make them feel like you have to do this, you have to be this, you have to do that. Like, and I think if, we can, if we're able to break that, and people actually start to put things like into practice, and not just theorize, but actually practice it, then it, then it becomes a different conversation. But, like, if we don't see that happen, like, if it's, if it's not from a young age and you're already socialized and you grow up and you want to change who you are in college and it's just not working out because you lived your life the way you have, it kind of makes things very hard and you won't be able to really connect with it or change the way you think about it.
0: I but mean, regardless, like, given, obviously, it's going to be, like, a tough journey for someone to, like, be able to break down what they think is their manhood, but, like, I... I think it's very much possible. Like, it's just a matter of like, I think it starts with like, the individual and like their body. Um, Cause like a big thing for me, at least what I used to think, like for in terms of like, masculinity, like I think that every man doesn't feel comfortable in their body, and that's where like some toxicity stems from. Like, it's like their body, they don't feel comfortable, and they have to start doing these things to make themselves feel as if they're like, they're like, as as like their body, like they're different or better, or something that they're uncomfortable by, like something that doesn't bother them, if that makes sense. I know that kind of sounded very like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I, <laughs> I think if you were like to target like the younger generation, um, like you were saying before, and making sure like all these like boys, um, are comfortable in their skin like that can easily like, change their path like obviously it's there's a lot more to it but I feel like it starts with the individual and like their their like their self their their body mm. I
3: think that it is possible but I don't think it's possible to read define what a man is. I kind of think, mm. that's, that's I personally, yeah, I think mm. it's pointless. Um, just because I feel like that's sort of, that's another form of like working with the system at play. Like we can't make this government work with us no matter how hard we try because we know this government still has a root cause of getting to the money and making people the same. So I think everybody's ideas around what a man was—the fact that all of those are so terrible—I'm
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. No, oh, you saying, don't nigga, apologize. What
3: you mean? And That's like, facts, we facts. all know that when someone's saying a good man, it's like they're looking for a needle in a haystack. So, what is that? Was with my experience, I knew I was called a man. I was like, cool, okay. I kept failing at it. I was like, maybe I'm a woman. Then I was like, no, I don't really think so. And they were like, it was pretty much like to be accepted as that, I would once again have to change my body. And like mm-hmm. to be like safe and accepted and receive the affection or like the love and compassion that I wanted from other people, I would have to be a passing trans woman. And I was like, well, oh, I don't really God. want to do all that shit. I, I've come to terms with my dick. I don't want it. I, I like it. Now, so can it stay? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's
0: here to stay. So there. can it stay?
3: Yeah. So I was just like, well, where's the middle ground? Where, how, what are these two things doing? Why, what, what is holding me to it? Everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. And now life is harder because niggas don't get it people start kirking on you dah, 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 dah. but the people who are there like the people who do get it just to a certain extent it it makes relationships so much stronger i don't yeah. have yeah i don't have to i don't have to hold up anything yeah, i can just can be yourself. there's yeah. no facade behind anything there's like, no lies anymore it's not me trying to sit and rework this yeah. entire long colonial history of what manhood is it's just okay manhood's like
0: yeah. if
3: they want to be binary go ahead you do you you have a definition who am i who am i to tell you yeah. that you're wrong go ahead but just leave me alone. Yeah, don't tell me yeah. I'm wrong.
0: Like that's give that's me a job wrong. though, <laughs> <laughs> because I have to eat. <laughs> get that paper, I like that. Like, me too. Not no, for yeah. real. It's like the the idea of like having to like appease what everybody else thinks. Yeah. You are. Like, why do I have to meet someone else's expectations of like who I am? Like that makes no sense. Like at all. It's just like if you don't accept me for who I am, then have a good night <laughs> have a good night i don't know what to tell you that's like, a fact that's that's how it is
3: i think one of the coolest things two cool things i learned last year in school um one was from a book and it always flashes through my head it was like every colonial relationship is sexed and gendered and i was like oh damn 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 what does that actually mean like i yeah. i can't do anything yeah but mm-hmm. and another one was like gender itself is a performance and it's pretty much it, it this is all theatricality like you yeah. put on your costume
1: every day you
3: you put act on your the so the oh, you it. You
1: the peep, back. Peep, peep, peep. okay okay because this this brings me back to a point i wanted to make but i forgot so i went home right and niggas was ignorant so they were like Yo, if niggas can act a different gender than what they are, does that mean white people can act black? No. Have a
2: good night.
0: They can. Like because not because
1: this was the argument. This was the argument though because race is, it's 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 a a, like social construct. Yeah. Yeah, Same thing with gender. So does that mean that if someone feels white? I'm sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's like, like when niggas hit me with that, I was like, yo, I have to leave. I can't, I don't know. Like, it's like. I, yeah, I guess we could save that question for another podcast. Mm. Yeah.
2: Because
0: that's too deep for now. Because it's like, <laughs> can I be right? Cause that sounds real easy.
2: Because it is based off the gaze and No matter, though. no matter Everything what. Everything is based though. off the gaze though. No matter. So even if I thought I was white, like the, all those black people that Dr. Be Phil be saying private. that they're fucking white.
1: So it, it's it, it deals a lot of, with perception. So it's like, it's, it has a lot to do with perception and how you perceive, like how everyone else looks at you. But
2: I think I don't know because, even, because both because at the race same time, and gender they have systemic ways in which that they are like and socialized within our lives. But I I'm just don't like, want
1: white niggas being able to be like, oh, I'm oppressed, like, I feel you. Well, they're like, going to do that. They, they, they yeah, do that, that regardless. Like that. They do that regardless, like, but, like...
3: It's just... Well, if we go scientifically and metaphysically, like, we can hit it on a bunch of <laughs> different... Yeah, levels. hit
2: them with it! It's
3: just like, okay, so let's actually say I'm acting a different gender than what I am. So this white person wants to act black. Well, technically... Most people only understand gender as an XY chromosome. No one really knows that there are so many more chromosomes Mm -hmm. that make it up that made the makeup of your body. So, there's no real possible way you can know what gender you are. Now, I can look at you and see you're white.
2: Mm.
3: Even if you're black and you look white, (laughs) White people see you're white. White passion, niggas. So, are you, like, Mm. the phenotypes mean a lot. It's a lot of history behind it all and the history of the other genders just cuz there is history in the country like yeah since enslaved since we were brought here enslaved since before we were even thought of here and the Native Americans were here and I guess there were some niggas here cuz niggas did travel but niggas and native everybody was moving without colonizing each other until mm-hmm. the fire nation attack good, no man. <laughs> the, the fire nation <laughs> uh, it's just
2: like uh,
3: we have we have presentations to go off of already so
1: it's odd yeah yeah I, like on that like i was like i was thinking all right so what if a uh, like what if black niggas was trying to be white no matter how, be no matter how hard we try no matter how hard jay-z tries to be white no matter how Nope, they will always look at you like you're not white. Kanye. And straight niggas are real good <laughs> at accepting white
3: people and giving them black culture. Kanye.
2: Kanye.
0: So we'll but leave that for another no, we'll whole podcast. Whole nother, yeah, we have can have leave nother that for another. Come on, let's. What we should talk about right now is let's talk about campus engagement. Like
2: yeah, because that's the only thing that we can actually be in charge yeah, something of. something that's
0: really tangible change that we can create on campus. Like how are we supposed to do it? How do we? employ others to do that through our voices, like, oh, what, what should we do?
3: If I say something, I don't know if it should be cut or not. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, just I'ma it. just say it, yeah. yeah just say it, y'all gonna have to do something about them brother for brother niggas. They're disbanded as a rapper. They
0: are! <laughs>
1: yes! They got suspended for the whole year.
2: Period! Okay, well, If anything, we can reword it and be like, okay, so I think that, you know, <laughs> overall, we've concluded that when it comes to clubs, we need to ensure that they are as inclusive as possible in their concepts, even if you know, they are a gendered club or a, um, like a specific nationality or race club, that we are understanding the intersections of that identity. Um, and I think that can be through conversations. That is through the environment that you create that is about acknowledging the ignorance and how you grew up and all that stuff but acknowledging it and uh, now moving forward from that space and being in a space of you know uh, academia where we have the resources we have the funds we have all of that Thanks. to bring in folks that we want to talk about or you know the books or the resources that we feel like we need like at least that as like a home space and creating those you know home spaces on campus especially if those folks that you know live far away like I do that using clubs as a space to, like, vent and have family and hang out and all that stuff. Like, we need to ensure that, like, it is as gender-inclusive as possible and understanding what that actually means moving forward.
0: I think, I think
1: the big, like, put them in positions. Of
2: power, please. Like,
1: that's what it basically comes down to. Because if you go let, (coughs) you go let straight niggas decide whatever, like, it's just going to stay the same. Yeah. Like,
0: that's You're just not is. You're not gonna understand, because it starts with you educating yourself, and if you don't feel the like the need to do it, it's not gonna happen. It's and like, not
3: just straight niggas, cis niggas. sis Yeah, cis. Be more specific.
2: <laughs> but it's sis, also, ma'am. I feel like, <clears throat> once we're acknowledging who we wanna bring to the table, physically bringing them and not tokenizing them for bringing them in those spaces, like, that's... I wanna amplify my voice just as much as I wanna amplify the folks around me and really understanding what that means and you know me with my identity stepping back when I need to step the fuck back to ensure that other voices that aren't always you know brought to light have that space to be the leader because they deserve to be the leader in those spaces like Mm -hmm. and understanding like yes we want them to be leaders but we can't tokenize them and we can't get them to the point where they burn out like We really have to engage with really what that means to be a co-conspirator and putting your privileges on the line to ensure the success of others.
3: I also think it's important that people actually know what resources are in their home, like, because a lot of people purposely make sure they can't see it. Sorry, yeah. But like, there there are a lot of people from this school that are at this school that are from New York City, and it's very interesting talking to them sometimes because they'll be like, "Oh, I never met somebody like this or that." Like. Done shit like that. And I'm like, I talk to people in New York City. I've never been there. I have went there like five years ago. I know where all the gay places are at. I know know where all the resources are. The city is like
0: really open. Like everyone knows about that in the city. And if you don't, it's like, it's a matter of you not looking looking for it. Specifically going out of your way to avoid. Yeah, And also, I just wanted to like tap on like the idea about like having those, uh, like uh, someone like who doesn't identify as like a cis male in like a space like uh in which it's like a really gendered club like having like when you want to talk about issues that concern them don't have someone who's a cis male talk about these issues because in the end it's just going to be the same thing you're going to be glazing over it and like it's not going to be it's not going to be like real it's not going to be genuine and that's like to this day it still happens like all the time and that's like why most people are like oh like i don't understand what what's the issue and, yeah it's like because you you are the issue <laughs> you are and you're and people, talking about issues that concern someone else and people so.
2: need physical examples like it's tragic like and we have to acknowledge that if people need physical examples like if white folks need examples of people that fought for the civil rights or lgbtq rights for the folks of of like, of color you know what i'm saying like i will show you like whatever white man Like white women that have put their lives on the line to help folks of color. You know what I'm saying? Like, we really need to give people examples of people that are helping folks because I feel like when things are so up in the air, people don't think it is real or people don't think that they can do that because, you know, if Jason's a cis straight male, you know, he can't think of other cis straight males that have helped folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, Really that's, engaging that's in that
1: nope, nope. And it's, re- it's No, No no but the saddest thing, thing, is, thing
2: is it's yeah. like if you look People in education, you look at the civil rights, who were we taught about? We're only about taught about black women and black men, cis that like, do civil about, rights. But they don't know about the, the Asian folks, the they Kennedy don't know about the pressure. the black <laughs> queer <laughs> men, they don't know about, you know, the white women. Um you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you don't relate to that identity of leadership, even if it's through things of oppression, like they're literally not gonna think it's real or it's capable for of them to do something, and that's like sad as hell.
3: That's because everybody, because of the way they teach us about civil rights, you're taught that you need to be a leader, but no one talks about it was actually communities. It's not exactly they they picked a figurehead, but there were different people talking all these times, exactly. and different people had different space. It's egalitarian. It's not capitalistic. Yeah. It's, that's it. <laughs>
2: um. <laughs> I, mean, I I think that's
0: that's all for All right, today. so,
2: yeah, that, that was some tools, I guess. Some real shit. Things, yeah, that we could talk about maybe next time. And feel free to hit up any of us um, for resources, or if you want to continue this conversation, like, feel free to DM us about, like, what questions or who you want to be on this podcast what kind next. What topics
0: you want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, like, like we're really down.
2: Go? How? Um. <laughs> yeah, cut! <laughs> <laughs> how what? They, they're gonna know. No, it's like, fine. How what? She's,
0: She's talking not... about like, how to do that. Like.
2: Oh yeah, how to do that? Ooh. Read it yeah, to Embrace, Instagram. Instagram, bro. Um, That's what's
0: Instagram
2: on I think stream. it's embrace, embrace Online.
1: Embrace underscore online.
2: Yeah, so definitely hit up that Instagram or if you yeah, have our so like, Instagrams.
0: More of Yonkers.
2: Um, underscore, underscore <laughs> Sophia yeah, we'll X. Sleep on my tag. At
0: J-A-Y dot S-X-N. It's not that deep.
3: My name is at Sweetback S-H-W-E-E-T, yes. B-A-Q. If you hit me up to talk about race or gender and you come at me crazy, <laughs> I need a catch at first.
2: Yo! <laughs>
0: we charge for that.
2: Facts. We <laughs> charge um, for that. But yeah, feel free. Thank you for tuning in for the first episode of Thank you for being here. Thank you for Thank having me. E- e-
0: All right, we are. Good
2: night, y'all.
0: Nigga. That was great. <laughs>